Do you struggle with insomnia? Well, insomnia can create a lot of health issues and Sharon wants to offer possible remedies and solutions you might want to try. Learn about the three different types of insomnia and listen to hear about a variety of natural potential remedies that may be right for you. So let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. I want to talk today a little bit about insomnia, uh, because it seems to be a problem that a lot of people are struggling with, and there's a lot of different ideas on what insomnia is. So what it really is identified as a sleep disorder, it's very common, and it can make it hard to either fall asleep, it can make it really hard to stay asleep, or cause you to wake up too early and not able to get back to sleep. So those are just all different kinds of insomnia and what insomnia looks like. Um, so you may feel still still feel tired when you wake up. It's not always really clear what causes insomnia, um, but there is a kind of a common association, it's believed, with stress and anxiety. Um, it could be a poor sleeping environment. Maybe you're in a, a room that there's too much noise around you. Maybe you're in an uncomfortable bed. That alone can cause insomnia. Uh, or you're in a bedroom that's too got too much light. Um, I know that for me, we have a automatic lighting outside of our house. And if the wind is really blowing or if there's action or movement alongside the side where our bedroom is, the outside window will come on or light will come on. And when the outside light comes on and then goes off, it's like lights up the bedroom window and then it goes off. And it's sort of like having a neon light flashing in your window. So because we have some trees there and branches move, it causes flashing. Something like that could cause insomnia because then you're awake and you can't get back to sleep. Uh, so something too light, some, a room is too noisy, too hot or too cold. Cool is better than hot if you want to try and have a good night's sleep. And sometimes uh, lifestyle factors really play a role, such as jet lag. If you've been traveling and you haven't had a chance to really get your sea legs back again, you know, your land legs back, I guess, then sometimes jet lag can cause you to have trouble getting back to sleep and it'd be temporary. Shift work is really bad. Uh, for a lot of people that struggle with insomnia, they, if you ask them, they'll tell you they do shift work because they're changing their sleep schedule and they're not going on their natural body rhythm. And it can really mess with with their sleep schedule and with being able to sleep soundly. Of course, drinking alcohol or caffeine before going to bed. Now, I want to say something here. Drinking caffeine or alcohol before going to bed doesn't always cause insomnia. Some people handle it beautifully. Uh, they always have a coffee before they go to bed. My husband is one. He goes to sleep, drops drops off like like nothing, and he has coffee every night before bed. So not everybody struggles with that. So insomnia, the way it's classified or it's identified is durational. So in other words, what they consider transient insomnia is, is insomnia that lasts less than a month. So it could be stress-induced to a scenario that's going on right now. Once it's resolved, then you no longer have any problem. Maybe it's the bed you're sleeping in that you get a new bed. Now you don't have any problem. Or maybe you've changed your environmental uh influences. So now you don't have any problem. Uh, so that's called transient insomnia. Short term insomnia is between one and six months where you struggle with insomnia and 
a lot of this will be for a lot of people is waking up uh, in the middle of the night and not being able to get back to sleep. I've struggled with that. And sometimes it will last one to six months for me. And it's usually when I'm resolving issues, trying to work with problems, trying to work out a challenge. I've got something going on. And it seems like that hour that I wake up in the middle of the night is if I would dedicate some time to the issue I'm trying to deal with, then I can often, if I come up with partial solution or even a, an idea that will lead to a solution, then I can get back to sleep. But if I just totally ignore it altogether, then I will have trouble getting back to sleep really hard. And then chronic insomnia would be more than six months. So that's somebody that just is not sleeping well at all. And that can be extremely challenging. There are all kinds of remedies for, um, and it can become, insomnia can become serious. It can lead to various health disorders. Insomnia can lead to weight gain or weight loss. It can also be partially to blame for diabetes, people that don't sleep really, really well. There are a lot of different ways, uh, sleep aids that have been recommended or that are recommended. One of the things that I recommend now, I know that I've already talked about the sulfagyl frequencies. And if you look back in, uh, it's in the 60s, the episodes of the 60s. I don't know if it's 64, 65, somewhere in there. But look back and you'll and listen to that podcast on the sulfagyl frequencies. It is sound frequencies that will help you fall asleep. And in many cases, if you are an insomniac, will help you stay asleep. Um, it's something that can really help you, especially if it hasn't become chronic for you. If it's transient or it's short term, it'll really make a difference. So that's something you can try right there. Doing appreciations before you fall asleep at night, when you go to bed, appreciate your day, put yourself into a really positive high high vibrational mindset where you're actually really offering up appreciation for everything that happened during the day, even the good, the bad, the ugly, even the stuff that you really didn't enjoy, but it maybe taught you something, you learned something, or you were able to achieve something through that experience. And then doing the same thing in the morning when you wake up, doing an appreciation again in the morning can really help. And that will help you move your energy from a place of stress, anxiety, worry, fear, anger, resentment. You know how your brain can take off on you when you go to bed and you lay your head on the pillow? It'll take you from that to a place of appreciation, positivity, joy, a positive expectation, appreciation, and, and compassion, and it'll help you with sleep. Some other sleep aids that are recommended, things like melatonin. Uh, these are more practical, not as spiritual. They're more practical, if you want to put it that way. Melatonin is a sleep-regulating hormone that produced, is produced in the pineal gland in our brains. So you could take melatonin, that might help you. Lavender, if you use essential oils like lavender, uh, chamomile, German chamomile, passion flower, uh, valerian, if you use that uh, maybe near your bed or have a diffuser or maybe something on your pillow like lavender, it'll really help you sleep. CBD has been proven to really help people who struggle with sleep. And CBD, as you know, is cannabis. It's, um, it's the THC has been primarily primarily removed. And you can get this in gummy form or various chocolates or various um, stuff like that. If you're going to have this stuff in your house, they'll be very careful. It stays away from the kids because it's not candy. It uh, does have the CBD, but the CBD has proven to really help people who st struggle with anxiety and stress, help them really relax and be able to get a good night's sleep. So that's something you might want to look into. And tart cherry juice is also recommended for some, some people that are trying to get a good night's sleep. Going back to melatonin, melatonin plays a significant role in organizing our circadian rhythms. And that's what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about these shift workers. 
their circadian rhythms are off and using melatonin to help them sleep would probably help reestablish that rhythm. The 24-hour sleep-awake cycle that governs when we wake up, feel alert, feel tired, and when we sleep. Now, you got to remember, too, the moon plays a role in this. When we the moon is up and is dark out, we have a natural tendency to want to rest. And when the moon is down, the sun is up, we have a tendency to want to be busy. So again, when you're working shift work, this can be really challenging. Uh, What can suppress melatonin production is nighttime exposure to light, but also aging and some diseases. So since low melatonin can cause sleep disturbances, many people take supplemental melatonin in pill form. And it's one of the fourth most popular natural supplements for uh, people to take when they're struggling with uh, sleep disorder. You can use melatonin every adult, any adult. It's not, there's no harm with melatonin. Lavender. Lavender, uh, the use of the lavender oil has been shown to improve sleep quality among postpartum women and increase the effectiveness of good sleep hygiene. Uh, Lavender oil also seems to have a soothing effect and reduces anxiety and restlessness. The studies have been done on lavender's efficacy as a sleep aid and have found that Uh, When people use the dried herb as a tea or in their pillow, it works just as well. Now, essential oils should not be ingested except, you know, under supervision or when you really know what you're doing. Even uh, lavender oil contains some compounds that are not good for you. Um, So it should be diffused maybe in the air or diluted in a neutral cream or oil for use on the skin. That would help too. Racing thoughts. Lavender can help calm the racing thoughts. Valerian is a plant and it's smell. (laughs) The smell of the valerian plant has been compared to gym socks. Uh, It's been used for sleep problems since the second century. And though further research needs to be done, it appears to help people fall asleep faster, sleep better and wake up less often. And in some studies, patients taking valerian were 80% more likely to report sleep improvements than those taking a placebo. So these are actual studies that were done scientifically. Now, because experts have not located a single active compound, they speculate the valerian's effect may be due to several compounds working together or the amino acids GABA and glycine. Now, the roots and the stems of the valerian plant are made into teas and tinctures and capsules and extracts. So there's a lot of different tablets. There's a lot of different ways to take it. Usually recommended for people with insomnia or general problems with sleep quality. Uh, Like, you know, that light sleep that you get when it doesn't matter what's going on, something will wake you up and it could be just a whisper. It's more effective once you've been taking it for a few weeks. So it's something that doesn't work right away. You want to start taking it and determine the effectiveness by giving it a little bit of time. Safe for adults, side effects are rare, very mild, could include a bit of a headache or maybe some stomach upset. The German chamomile has been used to treat sleep since ancient Egypt. So some of these are really old. And the most common preparation is capsules, tinctures, and tea. Uh, Chamomile is generally regarded as safe, whether taken orally or used as tea. It does have interaction with some drugs, so including blood thinners. And there's a little information on its safety for those who are pregnant or breastfeeding. So you want to maybe be careful if you're in that situation. Side effects are usually limited to mild nausea or dizziness, but allergic reactions are possible. Uh, if you're allergic to things like uh, daisies or ragweed. And that's just that's just a, a sum. Now, there's also the cannabis. Let's go into that. Let's go to the CBD oil. 
CBD is a chemical known as cannabinoid present in the cannabis plant. It has over, the plant has over a hundred cannabinoids and CBD is much different than the psychoactive Delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol THC uh, cannabinoid. So it's indicated that there, it could help, uh, the CBD can help people sleep better. It appears to reduce the anxiety symptoms on the broad spectrum of mental health conditions. And it seems that the body has its own cannabinoid system that affects how we sleep, making CBD more likely to have benefits. So it would work with your body. And that is really powerful right there. If you're using something versus medications or, or chemicals, uh, this could, there's been some evidence that CBD can aid some sleep disorders and reduce excessive daytime sleepiness. But it's, I mean, it's not as, you know, it hasn't been tested widely or largely. Gummies, oils, tinctures, again, that's something that the regulatory, uh, now they're being more regulated now. It's not known whether it's safe, again, for pregnant or breastfeeding people. So you might want to watch and it might interact with medications. Uh, so you want to maybe check with your doctor or somebody that has got some knowledge in the cannabinoid in the CBD field. Juice from the tart cherry is known as the sour cherry, appears to raise melatonin levels. So we also have a natural system of melatonin in our bodies and increases the availability of tryptophan, which of course comes in turkey, right? But it's an amino acid that may play a role in helping people fall asleep. You notice that after a turkey dinner, everybody just kind of passes out on the couch or in their chair or everybody's like, it's the tryptophan in the turkey that will tend to do that. And that's the same in the sour cherries. Tart cherry juice may improve sleep quality and make it easier to fall asleep. But some studies indicate the effect on insomnia is not as good as some other uh, things that you could try. And you also, um, something else that you can try that would, would work for some people, especially the chronic, is cognitive therapy, beha- cognitive behavioral therapy. Because sometimes therapists can get to the, a cognitive uh, behavioral therapist can get to the root of the problem and help you identify exactly why you're having such a problem with sleep. And then generally that will resolve the insomnia issue. Magnesium is also something that you can use. When it's used alone or with melatonin and zinc, supplemental magnesium can be very effective. It may also reduce excessive daytime sleepiness in adults. A high level of magnesium are available in a lot of foods like pumpkin seeds, and it's easy to supplement by eating more magnesium-rich foods. So if you can find foods that are rich in magnesium, then it will help you with if you're struggling with a sleep issue. Magnesium is usually safe at ordinary dietary levels since the kidneys filter it out. High dosages can cause side effects like diarrhea, nausea, maybe cramping. Magnesium also interacts with some medications and other supplements, and so very large doses can lead to some abnormalities. You want to be careful with it. Make sure you're using it under some form of supervision. Those are just some of the ideas, uh, some things that you can use to help you. Natural sleep aids are really safe. It's when you get into the chemical ones that you can start really developing a dependency, uh, you know, like chemical sleep-based things. Some natural sleep aids can be used for kids and some aren't able to, though sleep hygiene should be encouraged before sleep aids are considered, okay? So don't be giving your kids sleep aids until they have kind of indicated that they have long-term issues. So talk with your pediatrician first. Ensure the dosage is meant for children and not adults, that whatever it is you're giving them. Pay attention to the label and list of ingredients and look for high-quality products that are tested so that you can be sure they're good for you. Adults should always talk to their doctor about any kind of sleep uh, insomnia issue anyway because maybe it's not nearly as bad as you think it might be. Maybe you're more worried about it than you need to be. Pregnant or breastfeeding people are the ones that really need to be careful with whatever they're taking to help induce sleep. So 
talking to a doctor is not a bad idea or talking to a healthcare, a naturopathic doctor, somebody who can really identify uh, what sleep aids would work with whatever it is you're taking currently or what would be best for the type of uh, insomnia that you're experiencing. Okay. Thank you very much, everybody. I love that you tuned in. I love that you've popped on. And let me get a card and I'm going to give you a card for the day. Okay, I picked a card for you. And the card I have picked is from the Daily Affirmation card, Cheryl Richardson's Daily Affirmation card deck. And the one I ended up with is prosperity. And here's the quote for you today. The more I take care of myself, the more prosperous I am. That means get a good night's sleep. Don't let insomnia rule you. Take control, take charge, get past it. And we're looking forward to an amazing 2023. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you again. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time.